One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. Welcome to the most must-hear sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Hanson McLevane. I'm back. You can't get rid of me. (laughs) Every week. So, uh, here we are again, and this is going to be, it's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. Um, There's... There's just not a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> well, there's um, a couple things we can talk about for sure. Yeah, there's a couple things that we have lined up here. Um, but the biggest one, weirdly, as you know, probably is very telling of the times of what to talk about. One of the biggest things that we are going to talk about today is normally what I talk about on my other podcast. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about WrestleMania 36, which is happening in, as the time of recording, in about 54 minutes. <laughs> yeah, okay, wait. Um, explain this to me. How How yeah. is this happening? <laughs> so. Is it still in the Buccaneers <sighs> stadium? No, 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 no. So, uh, over the past few weeks, as people have been told to stay at home, uh, WWE has, and AEW, but WWE has been running empty arena shows uh, from their own performance center in Orlando, Florida. Um, So they just set up a ring and some stuff around the ring and they just wrestle with no crowd. And that Um, is the NXT training location or like the NXT. Okay. All right. Down at full sale. uh, Not full sale, but because they full sale is their own university. That's just where they tape their lot. That's just where they do NXT. Got it. Got it. Got it. The performance center is their own training facility that they built it's wwe's performance center got it um so yeah they've been they've been taping well they they were live for a while uh but last week uh when they knew that coming up pretty soon here that everything was going to be on pretty hard lockdown um wwe decided hey we have wrestlemania next week and we might not be able to do it live so we're gonna tape wrestlemania a week and a half ahead of time and edit it all together and there's a couple matches that aren't in the performance center. They're going to be at remote locations. I don't know exactly where they are, obviously, because that's no kind of cool. Yeah, and and no crowd was there, so no spoilers came out. So nothing has really come out about these, which is good. Um, I would have hated to see spoilers about this, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's it's not ideal uh, in the least. <laughs> WrestleMania without a crowd is going to be. Uh, it's going to be weird. It's, it's, yeah, we're going to talk about it as we go match by match because we are going to go through all these mat, most of the matches at least. Sweet. Um, yeah. Because and looking at after... this, whatculture.com actually reported that WWE is firing staff for even bringing up leaking 36, the, the WrestleMania 36 spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. That came out earlier today that Vince was like putting the kibosh on people. If anyone gave out any remote piece of spoiler, they were gone like they were just absolutely gone from it like it's a fireable offense to try to so he even vince knows 
the sanctity of WrestleMania and how much it would be just absolutely ruined. I mean, it would ruin viewers if people knew what was going to happen. People wouldn't watch, you know. I, I, he knows the the gravity of, of the situation. Oh, most definitely. So, yeah, after we talk about WrestleMania, uh, you brought up the NBA 2K uh, Players Only Tournament, so we're going to discuss that a little You're bit. You're going to love which team all the winning guys played with from the majority. Doing my research, uh, yes, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> uh, that was that was a headline coming out of that, so I'm I'm very excited to talk about that. Other than that, I don't really know what else we're going to talk about. <laughs> well, there we go, and that's about normal too, because that, that's how this yeah. thing normally goes. Yeah. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, uh, like I said last week, we're gonna continue to try to put out weekly episodes. We're going to come up with stuff to talk about. Um, I I don't know if anyone's going to be joining me, but over the next two nights, I am going to be doing three-count review um, for each night of WrestleMania. They're splitting it into two nights um, so that we don't have to watch eight hours of I, no I like crowd WrestleMania. I like the eight-hour wrestling bender that is WrestleMania. It's Dude, it's a marathon when you actually have to watch all eight hours of it. Um, so I was elated when I heard that they were splitting it into two days. Uh, I'm... I think it's going to be nice. It's going to be a good split and you're going to be able to digest what happened the first night and then go into the site. It's going to be really nice. I'm very excited. Now, was that the plan pre coronavirus? No, no. Well, okay. So, uh, new Japan, uh, over obviously in Japan, their, yes. their, uh, wrestle kingdom, their big show of the year, uh, back in January, I believe, um, they tested out this year doing two nights and they kind of built, two different cards. I think they were both about four or five hours. Um, and they even had a number one contendership match the first night to determine the main event for the second night, which I thought that was really cool. So a lot of people did start talking about how WWE should probably do that so that we don't have to watch eight, nine hours of WrestleMania. And from a logistic standpoint, because a lot of people are saying, Hey, they're doing it this year. You know, even next year when we go back to normal, could that become a thing again? I would love for it to, it's just going to be interesting because if they go to those big arenas, can they still sell that amount of tickets two nights in a row? Plus then they'd like to do their hall of fame ceremony during WrestleMania weekend. They would probably have to push that to Thursday. I, I don't even know when they would have to. Plus they like to do NXT takeovers the same weekend. It's usually Saturday night and then WrestleMania on Sunday. It's a logistical puzzle <laughs> that they would have to figure out but if they can figure it out maybe do take over a different weekend and do you know the hall of fame even during mania or something i wouldn't mind that well and much i would like love for uh, them to continue doing this yeah much like other sports right now i think wwe is kind of taking advantage of this awkward situation we're put in to try to determine yeah. what might be a good way to run things in the future i mean we, yeah. we see that with the nba specifically right now but like wrestling is obviously doing the same thing pre-recording their biggest event of the year yeah it's uh it's going to be interesting. So, uh, without further ado, I guess we'll talk about WrestleMania 36. Yeah, let's do it. So, I, I'm i just on WWE.com. Uh, I also have Wikipedia up because there's a couple matches that, for some reason, WWE doesn't even have on their own website. That, I'm just going to um, pull up the WWE or the, the, um, the, the Wikipedia. There's words. Yeah, Wikipedia. I, words. I specifically pulled out WWE.com because they like to put in the, these little, like, uh, match descriptions i guess you could call them 
and the wording in them sometimes is just phenomenal. <laughs> like in a good way or no, a bad way? No, it's just an absolutely terrible oh, way. Oh, so like Some Vince of them are... McMahon wrote them himself. It, you know what it is? It, it's, it's, it's people writing them for Vince McMahon. Wait, wait, wait. WrestleMania is free for new subscribers? Yeah, if you subscribe to the WWE Network, you get your first month free. How, how much? I might have to do it's it just for this. $9.99 after that. I, I might have to do it just for, because one of my buddies actually came over and he left his WWE account logged in on my Xbox. And I'm opening it, but it's not, it's just staying on the loading screen. So I guess it, it looks like I'm going to have to do a free trial for a month. There you go. Because I actually kind of want to watch this. See, I, I'm very excited, and there's a couple matches specifically that I'm excited for. So, um, yeah, that I'm, <laughs> it'll be interesting. <laughs> um, okay, so I we're going to talk, I mean, the matches that are in order in front of me here. It kind of goes biggest, biggest to smallest, I guess, whatever. Um, but the first match I do want to talk about, WWE champion Brock Lesnar defending his title against the 2020 Men's Royal Rumble winner, Drew McIntyre. I'm excited for this match just because I I think this is the, well, it was supposed to be this big moment for Drew to win the title. I don't know how they're going to go with it now. People are talking about how they should have Brock retain so that Drew can have his big moment in front of a crowd. I think they should just go ahead and do it. <laughs> Get I, it over with. <laughs> yeah, because Vince can change his mind over lunch, let alone over this, you know, six month long quarantine. God only knows if Drew's going to be on his mind in a couple months. Yeah. I, I just want Drew to have the title and just ha- get it over with. So, Yeah, no, definitely. That, I mean, and, it, and that's we're going to be talking about that a lot again today is with things because this is a story-based performance, yeah. and everything about WWE is so important with the story that they're telling and the consistency throughout the weeks, or at least for the most part. I mean, that can get a little fishy sometimes. So to have something this major come in, and is it even a part of the storyline technically? They've tiptoed around it. They've only really acknowledged it a few times. Um, so no. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get to that with one of these other matches. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, they've they've messed up a few times. Well, because well, I'll just... I'll be real here. I, I'm I'm excited for the whole Brock Lesnar fight. But, like, I think Goldberg is the one I'm really excited for. <laughs> yeah, that one I'm very interested in. Braun Strowman's <laughs> one of my favorite WWE athletes, just in superstars in general. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have. I, I mean, I'll go through my predictions. As yeah, well, for sure. Go for it. Um, I picked Drew McIntyre to win this, so. Yeah, just kind of stick with the storyline they're already laying out. Yeah, just, just put the title on Drew. Just do it. <laughs> and especially if you go on to uh, BT Sports, um, like Instagram or wherever you want to find them, like on Twitter, uh, Drew has this amazing uh, video package, I guess, of him training over in Scotland. Jeez. And it looks like something straight out of Braveheart. Now, that's the <laughs> stuff I like. That That's my Dude, cup of tea. It made me want to run into battle with this man. I, I'm <laughs> not even kidding you. Go watch this. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, Drew McIntyre. Uh, next, the Universal Champion Goldberg. Oh, God, Goldberg defends his, defends his championship against Braun Strowman. 
WWE says it will be a true clash of the champions. The only WrestleMania too big for just one night. That's their huge tagline. That of course, to... of course, because of course. It, it already wasn't too big before, but you kept doing it anyway. So, <laughs> uh, ironically, it's basically too small for one night. <laughs> exactly. The, the funny how that stuff. Were, were, so they were planning on two nights before. No. To, uh, no. This tag. So this this tagline only came out after all of this oh dang okay all yeah. right yeah this is them twisting it Got um it. so here's the story with this match this match was originally goldberg versus roman reigns oh last week during the tapings it came out that roman reigns decided to pull himself out of wrestlemania because he was not comfortable uh recording because he uh just about a year ago uh, just went into remission with his leukemia. Oh, that's right. So he is uh, one of those, uh, I, I guess I, I'm, try- I'm struggling to remember the word, but like he's one of the people that is highly at, at risk. risk. Yes. 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 Yeah, he is highly at risk. Immune susceptible. Yes, thank you. Um, so he smartly, I can't believe WWE were even trying to get him to do stuff, but he smartly pulled himself out. Yeah, now, and of course, I, I I don't blame it. Like, I encourage that. No, That's smart stuff. I Kudos to Roman Reigns. I think that is the smart move, and we probably won't see him for a while, but good. Just stay, stay healthy, inside. man. Stay healthy. Especially now, him being such a big name, too. Oh, absolutely. He's basically, I mean, this was, again, going to be a coronation moment. Yeah. Um, now, here's the... Here's the first time, not even the first time, the biggest time that they kind of screwed up here. Um, so like I said, they taped everything. So they taped a couple Raws, a couple SmackDowns and WrestleMania all last week within a couple days. So they had last week's SmackDown and last night's SmackDown taped and and WrestleMania. They had them taped. And so they, so like Roman was there for the SmackDown tapings, but then he wasn't there for WrestleMania. So they knew, obviously they knew Roman wasn't going to be there. But last week on SmackDown, they still advertised Roman versus Goldberg. Then this week on SmackDown, they were hyping up this huge angle that's going to take Roman out of the match and put Braun Strowman in. And all that happened last night was Michael Cole on commentary just going through the match card and saying, Goldberg's going to take on Braun Strowman. And this match, that that's all. That's literally it. So it's another one of those iffy story moments for WWE. They genuinely did not mention Roman's name, why he wasn't in the match, why Braun Strowman is in this match. They just announced the match. That's it. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lot of people are very angry about that because 24 hours before the show, they were still advertising the wrong match, even though they literally knew <laughs> that he wasn't going to be there. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, I, I don't know about this match. And you're high on Strowman, which I get, because to the casual viewer, he's a very impressive, agile big man. He's entertaining. To me, who's been watching for a long time, the way he's been booked, and and honestly, his personal, his his real life, uh, Adam Schur, I think is his real name, he's not a great guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm... I'm obviously less high on this match than if it would have been Roman. I think Goldberg is going to retain here because of the replacement. I also just don't really want Strowman to be champion. 
but I think they're going to save Goldberg versus Roman for later when they can actually do a show and when Roman can return. I would like to inform you that I now have a WWE online account. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So I will be watching WrestleMania, and my girlfriend will have to deal with it. (laughs) And I just heard her in the other room go, wow. (laughs) So it's going to be great. She'll she'll enjoy it. Watch. She'll enjoy it for – she'll get it. She'll understand. I think so. It's entertaining. It will be. I think. Well, most of it will be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There have been times in WrestleMania. I'm like, okay, these three hours can go away. But well, like, especially tonight, a lot of uh, some of these matches are, especially with no crowd, they're going to be interesting. Well, I, I, I'm sure. I don't know if you're still leading to stay in the championship category, but the, uh, the Firefly Funhouse match sounds very, very appealing to me. Like, I am genuinely, oh, we're going to get to that in a second, but that is oh boy. genuinely the match that I am waiting for the most. Because, because they've been um, hyping this one up for months, right? Like, this yeah. has been going. I got, I already talked, I already said Goldberg. We can jump to that match. Yeah. So, this is a story I won't go into with detail, but six years ago, WrestleMania 30, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt, John Cena won. And it was a beautifully told story where Bray was trying to convert Cena, trying to make Dark Side of Cena come out. It didn't work. Everyone at the time thought Bray should have won the feud. A lot of people thought that it kind of killed Bray's character going forward. And he really didn't do anything after that for about six years. Or for about five years, I should say, until last year when he debuted this new Fiend character. It was the hottest thing in wrestling when it debuted. And now... He's going after Cena. He's writing his wrongs, which is a part of his this fiend character. He's writing the wrongs of Bray Wyatt's past. And obviously, because this couldn't be done in front of a crowd, they decided to do a Firefly Funhouse match, which is Bray's... He's a children... So the, the fiend is the fiend. He's, he's this demented character. He's the monster. Only like half but, the time, though. Like... <laughs> It, yeah, it's Other, so otherwise weird. it's Bray Wyatt, who is basically a Mr. Rogers. I was about to say, Firefly he's literally Funhouse. Mr. Rogers. I think that's the it's, best way to describe him. It's genuinely, and you watch these Firefly Funhouses, they're so creepy, and they're so just like unsettling, and they're so oh, good. I love them. And it's, it's all out of the mind of Bray Wyatt. And that's why I'm so flipping excited for this match, because the reports are that this is produced heavily by Bray Wyatt, and John Cena uh, happily listen to Bray and like they work together on this and it's, and, and, and and I think the reason that I'm so excited for a lot of these matches is because it is pre-taped and it's edited and it's going to be. It's going to be produced. It's going to be super clean. I think that's the best. No. And that is, yeah. As soon as you brought up, cause just for the listeners, I, I'm not a wrestling guy. There's a reason why it's nice to have KO who knows everything about this stuff. And then me as a casual fan coming in, not knowing anything because then you can, it's like you get both sides here. I, like I'm coming in here looking at this thinking fiend is like the coolest dude out there. And you know, got Braun Strowman who's awesome, really awesome too. That's just about all I know. Like I know about like fiends personality and stuff, but I'm used to live shows. Right. I think that's what yeah. this all comes down to. So for me, as a casual fan, this is going to be a totally different experience, or at least I'm hoping. I'm hoping they didn't get lazy with it because they've had time to a certain extent, right? I could see, yes, they've had a week and a half. Well, um, exactly. The other, the other thing is, again, WWE has not done very well with this. They literally have not announced 
whatsoever what matches are on what night. Now, is that intentional? I highly doubt it. <laughs> or are they just that stupid? I don't know why stupid. that would be intentional. I think it's stupid. And here's why. Because they were also pushing to buy this on pay-per-view. They yeah. were trying to hide the fact that you can do... I don't know. They have control over this. They could just not make it free. <laughs> but they were hiding the fact that it's free. And they were trying to push it so that people buy it on pay-per-view. And on Fox, I guess, has the rights on their pay-per-view, whatever. But so uh, so here's my mindset. If I'm... Let's say I'm struggling right now and I want to watch a certain match on WrestleMania, but I only have 30 bucks. I can only buy one of the nights instead of the full weekend. Yeah. yeah. And I want to see, let's say I want to see Cena versus Wyatt. Which uh, night are you wh- getting? Yeah. Am I going to gamble? I, I don't know which night to buy. I, I just don't understand why they have it taped. They taped everything last week. They've edited it all together. Why not just announce what's on every night? I just, I really don't get it. Now, here's the other thing. Do you think they could be looking at this from a subscription point of view, knowing that you can be like, hey, look, you sign up for your first month, it's free. You cancel, you're good. But how many people sign up for free trials and f- just forget? And I mean, probably, but that, that's only nine ninety nine compared to the 60 bucks they could get. They're also the pay-per-view. And they could also, be, doing it this way, though, could also expose more people to wrestling. And now the, the more that I'm actually thinking about this, I'm, I'm kind of going to go against you on this because I feel like the way they're doing it online, virtually free, right? I feel like that is a really good way to get the more casual fan that's sitting in their house right now not doing anything to actually watch it. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying from a pay-per-view buying oh, standpoint. Oh, yeah. Yeah, from a completely fiscal standpoint, they're stupid. Yeah, but like no, I, From a growing their fan base and maybe a long-term financial look, this might make yeah. sense. Because, like – yeah. There's a possible 18 matches. How? I don't know what match is going to be on any night. Like, that doesn't make any sense. You would have to assume that the championship is tomorrow. Like, all the championship matches are tomorrow and not tonight. Not necessarily, because, you know, the, the, another benefit of having two nights is two main events instead of just the one. So you do the Universal Championship, Strowman and Goldberg tonight, and then tomorrow night you do Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. You split it evenly. So you do some championships tonight and some tomorrow. So I'm looking at the Wikipedia graph they've got right now. Actually, a really great graph, too, because it's super condensed. It's just words. I like that. Um, But so we've got – because there's the NXT Women's Championship, the WWE Championship, the WWE Universal Championship. That's the Goldberg-Strowman. And then the WWE Raw Women's Championship, and and that's the Becky Lynch. Oh, my – Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Oh man, she is great. So yeah, there, there's four total, five with the Smack Women's SmackDown, but that's the Fatal Five Way. And then there's the, the Raw Tag threat. Team Championships and yep. the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Yep. There's also an Intercontinental Championship match and a Women's, women's Tag, tag Team, team Championship. Yeah. Match. Who, oh oh, the the yeah okay the Kabuki Warriors yes. Yeah. That yes that'll be really great. But you know what I mean. So you split them out. Yeah. So yeah. That you have two even cards. Three, four, you don't want to overload seven, one side. Well, you got eight championship matches, you know. You could do, like, the tag – like, alternate the tag team matches or, like, because you've got the elimination. Mm-hmm. So, there's, like – there's there's easy – easily they could do this. There, there's no reason they should have them all stacked on Saturday or Sunday. No, so, and I don't think they will. No. Well, um, y- you hope they don't. <laughs> yeah. Remember all who I'm, we're talking all, about. All I'm asking is the day of, literally right now, 
in a half hour before the pre-show starts, I don't know what matches I'm about to watch. Now, do they tell you during <laughs> I, the pre-show? Do you they think they will? will? Okay. Or maybe, Wait. what if this is like a thing they're going for, though? Like, th- this is their attempt to leave you in the dark. But, but what if you're a casual fan? Like, like, and you're just like, hmm, WrestleMania's on tonight. I wonder what matches I'm going to watch. <laughs> and there's not a clear answer. And it's like, okay, and I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll throw on Netflix. Well, I'll like, be honest with you. That besides, the, like, besides, like, Becky Lynch, Osaka, uh... I mean, Goldberg, Strawman, John Cena, and, like, I mean, Bray Wyatt. Like, there's there's not a lot of other people that I want to watch, like, specifically. Maybe, like, Undertaker because he's old. But, like. Right, and wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to know, hey, Becky Lynch is wrestling tonight. <laughs> well, if I'm going to make an effort to watch WrestleMania, I think I'm going to watch at least the majority of it. I don't know if I'm going to pick and choose true. my matches. Um, this is more of it, – it really is uh, – it's a Super Bowl event. They're literally were supposed to be holding this in the stadium yes. where they're holding the Super Bowl this year. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> which still would have been sick if they had it there with nobody there. <laughs> I still oh, think it would have looked weird. cool. It would have looked really would have looked weird. But it just you know safety first. So like obviously yeah, it makes sense. But perfect um, enough that they have that location already. So yeah. and they're already in Florida. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, uh, I have the fiend in that match. I yes. think he definitely needs to rectify that. I want to see him see... pull John Cena through the floor. Dude, I genuinely – I don't even know what this Firefly Funhouse match is. You, what's it going to look like? I don't know like? how you win. That's what I was going to ask just... you. Like, what the hell is this match? Like, do they build I... a whole set for this? I, They might have. I, I have no idea, and I think that's why I love this because – and I'm going into this because um, the guy who designed the mask – I don't know if you've seen the Fiend mask – but yes, the, oh, guy yeah. who, the, the guy who designed it is Tom Savini, who is a huge, uh, what, a designer for horror, for the horror genre. He he's made, he's made costumes for movies like, uh, Halloween, Friday, the 13th, stuff like that. Mm. Like he's a legit dude. So I wouldn't be surprised if he helped with this. I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a horror movie. <laughs> Yeah, and well, there is technically a, a TV fourteen rating, but for pay per view, you can do whatever the hell you want. Oh, exactly. I I, I so. understand they have a brand reputation. They still don't do the swearing and stuff on pay per view, but like eh, at least they're more for the, lenient. Yeah, they're mu- well. If once something slips, they're not going to get pissed about it because it's pay per view. But right. yeah, so there's definitely, especially from like our end on the creative like standpoint of these things, it, it's really cool. So yeah. and they have so much so much potential to with what they could do, so we'll Genuinely really see. Can't wait. Let's see what they can take advantage of. I I guess my other question is like, or I, it's not really a question, more of like wondering what's going to happen here. Is is it going to be in a ring? Even like, does it have to be in a ring? It doesn't and, have to be. No. It, yeah, and how big is the room they're in? How are they filming this? You know, exactly. how big are the ceilings? Are there ladders involved? What can he throw? Like what? What can the fiend throw John Cena off of, and what can John Cena like throw the fiend into? And like, it's gonna be great. I'm so excited. What's John uh, Cena gonna be able to jump off of? You know, like all of this <laughs> stuff. Uh, another match. Great. Another match that I'm extremely looking forward to for basically all the same reasons: The Undertaker versus AJ Styles oh, in yeah. a boneyard match. Like, what's that? Uh, so. The, the general consensus is this is just a graveyard match slash buried alive match. 
they're just rephrasing that because of the current times. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. But that still doesn't put off. And it, if they wrestle in a graveyard, it's still not going to come off good. <laughs> no, but it is The Undertaker. And yes. since that is such a big part of his gimmick. Also, let, let's also just clear the air about WWE fans. If you're watching WWE, you're watching WWE. Like, you're not... You're not really. I don't know how worried you are about the outside stuff, and we've talked about this before. With um, what was it, Randy Orton, who I just could not stand a couple weeks ago. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's that type of stuff where they have like, if you're a fan of wrestling, you're a fan of wrestling. I don't know if you're really paying attention to the outside stuff. So I understand the renaming the match. That makes sense. But, well, I mean, everyone's paying attention. Yes, to this, exactly. So. <laughs> Everybody is paying attention yeah. to this. So, yeah, no, definitely. It' interesting to see what that ends up being, though. That might be another yeah. like Fiend Firefly Funhouse match where it's like totally different set, and we'll have oh, to yeah. see. Um, I this one was very difficult for me to pick, um, because I do feel like they should put AJ over. But they're but going to I, let the Undertaker win. Well, that's the, it's the Undertaker at WrestleMania, so like that's normally a guaranteed win. Although he's lost to twice now, so I, I don't know. I went with Undertaker. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd have to go the same way, especially if he's already lost two WrestleMania matches. He's lost. Yeah, third yeah. time's a charm, and he's the Undertaker. <laughs> Come on, he's like he's one of the top five marketable wrestlers of the last what twenty thirty years for WWE oh, easily. Yeah, like I. Undertaker was one of the only WWE action figures that I actually wanted. So, like, if that just puts it in perspective as a casual fan, didn't even watch wrestling at that age. I just thought he looked badass. He's so, just he's he's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, a man that you mentioned, Randy Orton, taking on the returning Edge in a last man stand. I hope match. Edge kicks his ass. I really hate Randy Orton right now. I really, re I I hope Randy Orton falls into a vat of acid and he comes out with no powers, like just so he has to deal with the acid part. Like I really don't like Randy Orton. Yeah, and. I, I hate to keep saying this, but that's the point. I know, I know, I know. And okay, you know what? Okay. They're going to piss me off, and he's going to win, and I'm going to get mad about it, and I'm going to yell at you about it next week on the podcast. But you know what? That's what Vince McMahon does. He gives me gray hair. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I picked Edge. This is his first match in nine years. Um, I think he has to win this. This, however, is the best told story in WWE right now, specifically the best told story going into WrestleMania. I, I don't know. It's going to be weird because of the no crowd, and it's going to be silent, but I think that's going to work to their advantage. These two are going to basically cut promos on each other during the match, and just it's it's going to be so interesting. Have I think they had be... the the wrestlers mic'd at all? Like, do they have mic? No, packs? but it's but it's so quiet in that arena. You don't need voice them. just travels. Yeah, it's so cool. it's really the the wrestler the the better matches that I've noticed have been when wrestlers are able to talk. So, yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm quite excited for that one. And so um, Edge yeah, hasn't been in in nine years. Yeah, he retired nine years ago because of a neck injury. And he doesn't have any other marketable skills, so he goes back to wrestling. Well, no, he was an actor. Oh, actually. really? Wait, he, what's his uh, real uh, name? Um, Adam Copeland. Adam Copeland. He was on a couple CW shows, and I believe he was in a movie or two. Can't remember. But yeah, he's actually quite a good actor in my opinion. Oh, wait, yeah. No, I know who he is. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. So he went to that um, because he couldn't wrestle. Um, he, he physically couldn't. The doctors told him if he took the wrong bump, he would be paralyzed and, mm. and pot, he could possibly die in the ring. Um, but he just recently got cleared, uh, which no one thought would ever happen. We thought we lost him forever. Um, so this his return at the Royal Rumble was a genuinely I didn't even see him wrestle. I had started watching wrestling after he had already retired. But because I'm such a big fan and I and he's so good, I went back and watched all these things. I became, you know, retroactively a huge fan of his. And even me, I cried when he returned at the WrestleMania because it was such a great moment. Like, yeah, I'm again, sucks that it's not going to be at a normal mania, but this is still going to be really cool. Yeah, he's definitely rocking that classic, the the long hair. Super oh, yeah. shredded, lots of tattoos, the the elbow pads. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he looks oh, yeah. like he looks like super badass though with the gray in his beard. Like he looks good. He really does. It's like old man Logan. <laughs> so he turned down AEW, if I'm correct, right? So the I mean, the story is he had an offer from AEW, um, but the story also goes that he used that offer to get more money from WWE. I mean, isn't that what a smart businessman does? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't blame know if he him. Would have actually gone unless Vince would have just said, "Ah, eh, fine, go." Or if AEW <laughs> but, just threw a gross amount of money at him. Yeah, but I think the plan was also always to come back here. Yeah, and it, I mean WWE is still the pinnacle. AEW is what's still at least a decade away from. Like they're huge now already for being as new as they are, but yeah. you just you have to build it. Like WWE said, so many big names. And they have such a reputation, exactly. even though it seems like Vince McMahon's trying to tear this thing apart. <laughs> um, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch defends her title against Shayna Baszler. Oh, Becky Lynch all day. <sighs> Becky Lynch all Sorry. day. Becky Sorry Lynch all burst. day. Sorry to burst your bubble. Shayna Baszler is going to absolutely destroy Becky. I do like her cage, like her, like her cage fighting gimmick, her like her fighter, like she's like off the, like not not like off the streets, but like she's like she's seen some shit. I mean, she's <laughs> a former UFC, yeah, yeah, champion. Yes, I think. yes. Well, she's yeah. been in. I know she's been in the octagon. Oh, I, I, yeah, I've yeah. seen her actual. I've seen her UFC fights before. Like scary, scary woman. She's she's part of the uh, four horsewomen of uh, UFC because there's a four horsewomen in WWE. So, and these four UFC women, uh, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, um, Jessamyn Duke, and Marina Shafir all came over to pro wrestling, to WWE. And Becky last year beat Ronda for this championship, and she's had it ever since. Now Shayna gets to take it from her. I mean, it's a perfect storyline. Yeah. It, it really is. And once again, we think we see these perfect storylines. <laughs> so <laughs> That's true. So you, you really don't know. Um, I just Becky Lynch has been such a like not, I don't know if it's the fact that she's like identifiable, but she's been such a a positive like influence on young girls. It's like especially uh, she's going on TV she, like she was on Sports Center like last year. So like she's had opportunities to be the good person. And I mean, she's been the she's been the face of women of the women's division in WWE. She was the face of WWE at one point. She was the best thing going. Yeah, and I, I really she still is one of them at least. Um, so it, it'll be really she interesting. Off a little bit. Yeah, she did cool off the last couple months, especially. Yeah. I haven't really heard anything. So, yeah, no, Baszler is like badass. 
bad. Ass. Yeah. Like I would put I, her on my own. Like if I had to like protect myself, she would be on my team over a lot of the other like smaller male wrestlers. So like, yeah, she's super badass. And I think you're gonna be. I think you're gonna be very entertained by this. She is. She has. She has taken to this sport so well. She she's really found herself in the ring. Her, her promos, her mannerisms, her character, everything. Like Shayna is fantastic. Well, and she's a natural fighter. Like, does it get exactly. any better for wrestling? I mean, you already have exactly. that pre-existing, I want to rip your head off. So, like, it's easier to act that out <laughs> when you already exactly. want to rip their head off. So, uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey defends her championship in a five-pack challenge or whatever. I don't remember how they're called. Five-way, Fatal Five. Yeah, way, Fatal Five. Way, yeah. They've called it like three different things. I don't even know what the... It's Bailey versus Sasha versus Lacey Evans versus Tamina versus Naomi. I got Sasha. I Ooh, got Sasha. See now, Sasha and Bailey, best friends. That's the story going into yep. this. I. You know they're going to be the wait. last two. Like... <laughs> They're going to be the last two. What is elimination? Yeah. I keep forgetting it's a lot. So, yes, they are going to be the last two. Here's how I see it going down. I think Bailey is going to retain beating Sasha. Or Bailey, maybe they're not even the last two. Maybe Bailey eliminates Sasha early. Because I think they're going to set up this Sasha versus Bailey feud as with Sasha as the baby face. And then that, that means you can have Sasha chase Bailey for the championship. Because... It's it's always better to have a babyface chase. Yeah, I just also am very partial to uh, Sasha Banks for her family heirlo- or her family heritage, because uh, that Snoop D O G G is a G, and that automatically yes, makes me like her more. Um, yes, but <laughs> yeah. actually, if you go uh, search up on Spotify when you get a chance her theme song, which features Snoop Dogg now. Of course it does. Of course it's- it does. It's actually a freaking banger. <laughs> yeah. It, um, I think that's a really interesting – you brought up I, – I, I said right at the end, but you brought up they could do it right away. What if that's the first elimination? Yeah. I, I think that's the best story to go out of it. Bailey still retains, but she screwed over Sasha. I think that's the way to go. Well, I think you can go with the same storyline if they're the last two. I think that, that adds a lot more suspense. Yeah, it might be a little bit more by the book, but I, I really think that could be an interesting way. Because could, could you imagine – well, I'll give you two options. One, either one or the other throw them over the ring, end of the end of the you get eliminated, end of the match, or one of them like suicide jumps over the ring to get themselves out. Yeah, could, could that I, be possible? Has that happened in WWE before? Well, it's not. It's not over the top. Oh, it's not over the top. What is no, it for this pin. one? You it, get it's eliminated. Pin? Okay. Pin or submit. Yeah. Okay. So you, okay, so that wouldn't technically work. No. But but I yeah I think yeah I I. I they have options. So yes, I'm yes, to yes, see yes. what they've done. Uh, NXT Women's Champion uh, Rhea Ripley defending against the 2020, 2020 Women's Royal Rumble winner Charlotte Flair. Why now, is, is she first... in NXT? So Charlotte, this is the first time the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble winner has challenged the NXT champion. Um, there we go. This, I, it's hard to explain, I guess. Uh, Charlotte basically... I think she sees a threat in, in Rhea. Um, Rhea did pin her a few uh, back in the Built to Survivor Series on an episode of SmackDown. Um, she also, Charlotte's kind of excuse was like, I've already, I've already, you know, gone after the Raw Women's Champion. I've already faced Becky a bunch of times. I've already faced Bailey. I've already beat Bailey. Why don't I go after Rhea? And, you know, go back to NXT, go back to my roots type of thing. Um, I, I, but- I understand what she's saying. 
but from once again, this is coming from a casual fan. As a casual fan, that's like saying Christian Yelich wants to have a batting competition with the best hitter in AAA. Well, see, and I think that works because she is a heel. It does seem like she's going. She just for wants the easy to beat win. everyone. Yeah, she's going for the easy win. So I, I think this is the perfect opportunity to put over Rhea Ripley as a strong, you know, put put her over and put the brand of NXT over as well. Well, and maybe could NXT end up becoming developing into a third main brand instead of being that under? Do you think that's ever I mean, going to be an option? They basically have um, ever since they went live on USA uh, in October. They they basically are a third brand now. It's kind of a, especially. I mean, Survivor Series was Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT, and NXT actually won overall uh, that night. Interesting. So, so yeah, is there? They, I know this. We're getting off here, but is there is there a opportunity for a fourth a, a fourth title to be thrown in under wwe do you think that could oh, God, happen no, no? I, well when was I nxt mean, added huh when was nxt added oh god well i mean nxt was oh man it's been a while they, they but it's kind of evolved from a quote-unquote developmental program to an actual developmental program to a third brand. Well, yeah, so they first started airing on uh, in February of 2010. Yeah. So yeah. It, they're still, like, 10 years old, but, like, fairly new-ish in comparison. Oh, God, this this NXT is miles different from the from – It's not my original – Oh, Dude, I've seen the original religion. stuff. Yeah, I've it's seen the original terrible. stuff before they started touring. Yeah. They're not even re- they were basically bullying people. <laughs> yeah, it was it wasn't good. It wasn't. It was but you can obviously yeah. tell that their their rosters just from top to bottom from SmackDown and and um SmackDown and Raw all the way down to NXT are super solid. Yeah. So, there's just um, a lot of wrestlers out there now. Again, I think you're going to be impressed with Rhea Ripley. She has a really good presence about her. She's really emerged as one of the top women in all of WWE at this point. Uh, she's been really good. Yeah, that, uh, it'll be a good fight. I'm excited. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. This is just... Uh, this has been a long-running feud, but I can't really tell you exactly why. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't really want to spend too much on this. They're just I, two guys in their mid thirties who had some who had some beef about a barbecue and and you, they've been feuding <laughs> since Survivor Series. They've been feuding for like four months, and I genuinely don't. I could not tell you why. Well, is Kevin <laughs> Owens a heel? No, Seth is the so Seth is now calling himself the Monday Night Messiah. I I know I know Rock, about that. That I he's know. Recruited all these people and he's you know telling them you suck but if you come with me you'll be better and yeah oh, oh I, that oh, that's such a that's like not even a b storyline it's like the c or d storyline of, of it's WWE. actually it's actually genuinely pretty great because the real <laughs> seth rollins is kind of an egotistical dickhead so this oh. is a real yeah oh, really yeah. so oh oh yeah <laughs> interesting here's my th- when i look at kevin owens he just looks mean like i don't see him not being a heel kevin is one of those guys. He's such a great performer. He is a better heel. Like he's fantastic as a heel, but he's also great as a baby face too. So, uh, you know, it's hard to, but yeah, I, I know what you mean, but yeah, Seth is, uh, <laughs> he's not a great guy, but, uh, I, I really like the gimmick that he's got going on here. I think I picked Seth. I think I went with Seth. Yeah. I think Seth just, 
he needs the win more than Kevin does right now, I I, I don't know. It'll, it'll keep his Monday Night Messiah thing rolling a little yeah. bit stronger, especially with WrestleMania. Exactly. Um, then we have a dream match. Intercontinental Champion Sami Zayn defending his title against Daniel Bryan. Oh, my God. This is... I mean, again, I wish this was in front of a crowd because this, if if they give these guys at least 15 minutes, this could be match of the year on a normal show. Even tonight, it could be phenomenal. I, I genuinely can't wait for this. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of, when there's fights that are set up that the WWE, the WWE knows that fans want, I, I think that adds an extra hype to it too. And well, I feel like that's obvious, but for something a, an event of this magnitude at this time in the world it's just it's nice to have something that people can be super excited for specifically instead of just uh, a 9 hour event so for you this is you call this your dream event right yeah yeah so like it, it's good that they're doing something like this cuz i'm sure you're not the only person where that's that's the setup in your brain for this a lot of people are drooling over this exactly <laughs> exactly so I actually went with Sami Zayn to retain um, much uh, to the same effect. It sounds like Daniel Bryan has actually went into pr- some pretty heavy self-isolation after the tapings for WrestleMania. Um, Interesting. I don't know if that affects, I don't know, because he's had a lot of neck issues, a um, couple surgeries. He actually had to retire for about three years, uh, kind of the same vein as Edge. Um, he just got to come back sooner. A um, lot of concussions. He He also feels like he's, a little more at risk type of thing. Of course. Um, so, and, and I believe his wife, Bree is pregnant slash just had a kid. I think they're still pregnant. Either, either way, play it safe, man. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, he's, play he's it safe, man. Basically using this as paternity leave. So good. Perfect. Good on him. Perfect. Perfect. So I don't know if that affects it. I just went with Sami Zayn. I feel like Sami should hold the title. Um, but I also wouldn't mind Daniel winning. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, after that, so on Wikipedia, on yours, again, this is WWE. So on Wikipedia, it says John Morrison defending the SmackDown tag team championships, tag team championships in a singles ladder match. Yeah. So so I was about to say, I was going to ask if you could clarify that because I really like Coffee Kingston. Like, I love Kingston. Like, just his, his attitude's awesome. I'm looking at WWE.com okay. right now. Yeah. And it says, which is the original, what it was supposed to be the match. SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Miz and John Morrison versus The Usos and The New Day in a triple threat ladder match. But, and this plays into why Roman pulled out and why a couple people pulled out of Mania. The Miz turned up sick. Mmm. So they urged Miz to go home, mm. which good on them. Fuck the Miz for coming in sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you thought it was or wasn't. You just should not have come in. So yeah. I guess for the tapings, Miz wasn't there. So it's just a singles triple threat match for the tag. T- whatever. I don't know. The fact that they, again, last night on SmackDown, they were still advertising this match. The, the <laughs> WWE.com is still ever. I just hate that they do this. I really don't like that they advertise the wrong match. What if I, they're I, doing it on purpose? Th- but like, they've already, I, well, I, I know they're not. I know they're not. Like, at least the way they're portraying. Because I'd like to think that this multi billion dollar company is smarter than we think. 
<laughs> you know, you know what I, I mean. Challenge you on that. You, I, but I you know what I mean. That. Like, I, I want to think that, and I want oh, to think God, that I this is too. intentional. Here is the thing, though. They have actually announced that this is only a triple threat match officially. Like, so is it still going to be for the tag team championship? I guess. Because here's I, the thing. I, I'm still attracted to this match, even if there's not a belt oh, on yeah. the line. Like, this looks like a damn gonna, good match. <laughs> I think it's going to be awesome. John Explosive. Morrison's amazing. Yeah. Uso, uh, Jimmy and Kofi are both great. I think this is going to be a great match. It's just going to be weird. I went with Jimmy or with John Morrison retaining the titles. Yeah. Because I think yeah. it'd be weird if he lost them. I don't know. Yeah. I, so. I feel like both Jimmy and Kofi are both guys that are are fairly popular, right? But oh, I don't yeah. know if... I mean, Kofi, Kofi had the best Mania moment last year. He, Kofi's high energy is one of my favorite things in wrestling. Like super underappreciated. He just bring the energy he brings. I very much appreciate. Yeah. Kofi, Kofi's great. Um, speaking of matches, the, God, <laughs> the raw tag team champions, the street profits are defending against Austin theory and angel Garza. Here's the story on this match. I don't know what this match was originally supposed to be. The original match didn't even involve the tag titles. The original match was Andrade defending his United States Championship against Angel Garza, Rey Mysterio, and Humberto Carrillo. Yes, four Hispanic guys fighting over the U.S. Um, championship. Is, is, Garza, is Garza the dude with the chick that's always with him that's super annoying? Uh, Zelina Vega. Yes. Okay. So Zelina is normally with Andrade. Andrade, Andrade okay. got hurt, so she brought off Angel Garza. Because I see Zelina's name, and I'm like, that sounds. So- oh, yep, that's definitely her. I don't like her. She's really annoying. Which uh, Zelina Vega? Zelina Vega. She, yeah. Yeah. No, to her, she's a heel. So that is her. Ugh. Yeah. Um. So okay. So <laughs> Andrade got hurt months ago. Actually, he got suspended for something. I don't remember. Oh, he didn't turn up. He was on vacation, and they told him to come in for a piss test and he said no i'm on vacation so they suspended him 30 days How, you suspend your independent contractor for not wanting to That's pee in a cup ridiculous um it's not like it whatever um so he was gone for 30 days angel garza came up to take his place when he came back it was angel garza and andrade with Zelina as a team right that makes sense so i guess ray also went ray mysterio also went into self-isolation just because no reason just because and so they turned this into Andrade and Angel Garza for the tag titles. Well, then Andrade on a raw taping broke a rib. <laughs> so he got hurt again. So they had to bring up this Austin Theory guy who just recently, a couple weeks ago, de- debuted on NXT. This is total nothing, and the Street Profits are going to retain. <laughs> but what if Austin nope. Theory comes out? Come on, he's nope. got he's got some stuff to his name. He's won a WWN championship, an FIP like, World yeah. Heavyweight Championship, and an Evolve Championship. Come on, those are like he's the. Only, he's, he's only twenty two. Holy he's, shit! He, listen, he's got he's got a bright future. He's good. He's a sports entertainer. He's gonna fit well in WWE. But right now, it's just no. It's, this man is younger than you, hopping in a ring. Could you imagine that at your age? WrestleMania, yeah, it's, even if it's, it's just depressing. lucky, even if it's lucky, like just imagine being him, no, that situation he's in. Wow. It's, a, it's an absolutely awesome thing. Uh, it's just, again, why not just cancel the match? It, exactly. <laughs> it, it's already, it's long enough. We can go without one. I'm sure the people in the match are going to be like, yeah, no, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Elias versus King Corbin. Elias. Yeah. So last week on SmackDown, uh, King Corbin basically Mufasa Elias. <laughs> That's the best way I, I can love describe it. it. I love it. So I didn't even need to watch a, it, and you just told me. So like. yeah, they they were on a perch, and King Corbin just hit Elias's hand as he was dangling off, and he fell. And through the magic of editing and a cartoon sound effect, Elias landed on, on the concrete. Nice. Um, they 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 are advertising this as will Elias be healthy enough to wrestle? <laughs> See, the, the real joke is that's all of the wrestlers every week. Genuinely, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> I love there's it. Two, there's two. Well, there's three ways I guess this could go. Elias could actually just go and he could not be at 100%, quote unquote, in kayfabe. The other thing is the man who set this match up is none other than Rob Gronkowski. Okay. Now, so I, Rob- I also I have to really I have to say quick. I haven't seen Rob Gronkowski's name anywhere on here. Is there a reason for so, that? So, he does not have a match. He is the host of WrestleMania 36. Oh, shit. Now it's really worth my $10 purchase if I actually got to pay for it. <laughs> I, I would pay $60 to watch Gronk for nine hours. If I were a betting man, which I am, but I'm not betting on this because <laughs> it's sports entertainment, I would put money on Elias is not cleared to wrestle and either Gronk or his friend Mojo will take Elias' place to take on King Corbin. Interesting. If I had to to bet, it'd be Mojo. King Corbin can cheat and set up a future match with Gronkowski. Because Gronk actually does have a WWE contract. What if Gronk just took place right now? And just took that fight? I I wouldn't mind it. I think it'd be entertaining. I I could see that happen, especially the way things are sounding right now with guys not wanting to come in because of the whole COVID-19 situation, it would really not surprise me if that was the case, especially if he's already there. I think that's another big thing to point out. So exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I went with Elias. If they change it to Gronk, I'll pick Gronk. If it's Mojo, I pick Corbin. Um, I got to say really quick. I'm really sad to not see my favorite wrestler on here. Kenny Omega. He's an AEW. I know. I just, but like, this is one of those things where I really want to see my favorite wrestler, like with these guys specifically. I just think it would look a lot better. I was kind of pissed when he went over there. That's fair. Like, especially because, like I said, casual wrestling fan. I had a roommate in the wrestling. I watched New Japan a little bit. I I watched his his match with Will Ospreay, and I just I lost my shit. So like, I I wish that I wish that he was on this list as well. I wanted to throw that out there. That's fair. Um, Alistair Black taking on Bobby Lashley. Genuinely, they just announced this match. Good. I don't. I don't think these two have ever been in a ring together. Good. So I'm picking Alistair. That's it. This match should go 30 seconds. Oh, it's going to be one of those. Got it. <clears throat> probably. Maybe it'll probably go longer than that. It should, as in I. I think it should. Only go 30 seconds. Uh, pre-show starts at 5? Yes. So I, I do have the network on my TV. Don't worry. Yeah, no, well, no, I, I've I've got it right here on my computer. I'm just yeah. I'm waiting for it to show up so I can click on it and just <laughs> at 5 o'clock. But, right. yeah. Um, oh, there it is. Otis, Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. This one is interesting. So 
gotta try to get all these uh, stories in here. So Otis tried to get a date with Mandy Rose. And they had a date set for Valentine's I, Day. I'm, a, I'm aware of the storyline, actually. You actually know the story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'll go through it quickly then. So someone someone who it actually turned out to be Sony Deville text Otis off of Mandy's phone that Mandy was going to be late. So then Otis showed up late, and it felt like Mandy was stood up by Otis. Dolph swooped in, took the date, and now Mandy has just been with Dolph. Because she thinks Otis stood him up. And, and that's how Otis women work, that, obviously. Written right, by men. Because, you know, women. <laughs> and <laughs> I wonder and if Vince Otis McMahon is in charge of this storyline. Because oh, for a white man that drops the N-word as a joke on live television, this seems like something he would do. Oh, of course. So, yeah. So this is Otis and Dolph. And I'm genuinely behind Edge and Randy Orton. I think this is the second best story. Maybe behind... Uh, Cena and Fiend. The I was about to say, I feel like Fiend. Yeah, I, I feel like Fiend's one of those guys that's like, I'm gonna watch just about anything you're yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm very excited for that match. I have Otis winning, and I think Otis and Mandy are gonna hook up afterwards. I think they'll kiss. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think a little bit of romance in WrestleMania <laughs> for you for your lovebirds this year. <laughs> um, hey, WWE, all audiences, we- man. <laughs> The WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kairi Sane, oh, taking on so Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I have Alexa and Nikki taking this one. That's going to be really fun. Yeah, uh, I think so, too. It's going to be really fun. I really would have preferred to see Asuka in the Fatal Five Way. But you know what? But she's Tag Team Champ. So. I, I know, I know. But that would have been so good to see her. But also the Bailey Sasha storyline needs to happen. Hey, right. And she would get in the way of that. So also I think she's technically on Raw. But anyway. Yeah, but um, it's WrestleMania. Who gives a shit? But put well, all the good ones together. That's what we want. <laughs> um that's why I think Alexa and Nikki are gonna win this. Because I think they want to push Asuka as a single star eventually when everything goes back to normal. So Yeah, and I don't I don't think her partner is really that popular. Is that is that her sister? Is that no. what it is? Or they just No, okay. they're just you well, well because I'm looking at this as Asaka, I know she doesn't have, like, a last name, and Carrie Sane does. I didn't know if that was, like, I no. wasn't looking at the picture there. Oh, I no, definitely. Yeah, okay. All right. So you're, so you're looking at the picture, right? Yeah. Just by looking at those two, can you tell me why you think Vince McMahon put them in a tag team together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, am I going to? For you the, don't for need the, to say it, but for you, for but the, for the sake why. of my reputation as a professional sports, <laughs> whatever the hell I am at this point, um, no, no, I, uh, I, I mean, I yes, I understand, but no, I don't yeah. agree. Uh, Vince is McMahon is an old rich pig, but that's a whole different topic for a whole different episode. Exactly, that could almost be a, a distinct episode on its own. <laughs> and that's all the matches that are on the network or on the website, at least. Yeah, that um, we know of. That 18 right. in total? Yeah, and I think we only went through 16. There's Drew Gulak versus Cesaro. Yeah, and then the Liv Morgan and Natalia. I like I Natalia. Natalia, nah, she's not good. <laughs> um, I, she's cute. Fair. I Again, I... <laughs> Shut up, girlfriend. Um, she Girlfriend heard me call a girl cute and called me out from the <laughs> other room. Man. Um, I picked Liv and Drew in those two, and I think that's all of them. Yes, that's what we talked about all of those. So, yeah, that's WrestleMania 36. I'm extremely excited just because either A, it'll be really fun and entertaining, or B, it'll be a shit show and it'll be super entertaining. (laughs) 
And, you know, here's a, I have a feeling it won't be a shit show because they've had time to fix it if it was you a shit think. show. You, you, you know you're – oh, my God, you're getting back to my point of it's a multi-billion dollar business. You think they'd have it together. <laughs> you would think. You would think. Oh, my God. I, I just – I feel so weird being a 22-year-old sitting in my apartment just thinking, man, I could help WWE significantly. Like, just – I feel – that's – I think that just goes to show how sad that this could be. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's wrap up here real quick. We're going to talk about the first round of the NBA 2K Players Only Tournament. Guess which team they used, KO? Majority of the winning teams. Three teams, I believe, right? Yep. One with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Duh. 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 Um, Duh. I I wish they would have put the names of the teams that they played with because that's really important. Um, I was. I looked at it the other night, and I. And now I can't. They don't have it here. Well, it was Derek Jones, DeAndre Ayton, Pat Bev, I believe, were the three that used them. I know Pat um, Bev, Patrick Beverly, and Derek Jones Jr. did for sure, because Derek Jones Jr. used the Bucks to beat Kevin Durant, the number one overall seed. Yep. And Patrick Beverly, absolutely demolished Hassan Whiteside. I'm yeah, pretty sure DeAndre. Oh no, it was Trey Young was the other one that used the, the Bucks. One oh one to oh my. God. Yeah, yeah, it was Trey Young because Harrison Barnes is also. I I called him an old man. He's only like twenty seven. Like he's not actually that old. It just feels like he's been around okay. forever. Um, but I thought Harrison Barnes losing by that much is like oh Harrison Barnes is such an old man because he's been on so many teams at this point too already. So he seems right. like he's forty. Um, but yeah, no, there there's a bunch of more games tomorrow oh. night. Uh, you got Montrez Harrell versus Sabonis. That'll be interesting. Donovan Mitchell and Rui Hachimura, which you're actually claiming is going to be the game of the tournament, and it's in the first round. Rui Hachimura and DeAndre Ayton are actually the two best 2K players out of all of the NBA players. So that will be fun. Um, Devin Booker and Michael Porter Jr. will also be going at it. I feel like Devin Booker is going to kind of beat him. Michael Porter Jr. does have the age advantage by a couple years being younger, which theoretically gives him an advantage in something like this. <laughs> and then Andre right. Drummond versus DeMarcus Cousins. I there's going to be a lot of a lot of dunking and trash talking in that last game. So uh, I think a lot of them are going to be fun. Th- what a great way for the NBA and 2K to kind of team up and create some entertainment here for people sitting in their houses. Um, I like this here. The Bucks are the most popular 2K team. Players were allowed to use a given team only once during the duration of the tournament and made their preference quite clear. Three of the eight players spent their first pick on the Milwaukee Bucks. No other team was taken twice, with the Lakers, Clippers, Rockets, Heat, and Raptors each filling one spot, as players weren't allowed to pick the same team pick the same teams in a game. It's worth noting that only one game didn't include the Bucks. Uh, before the NBA hiatus, the Bucks owned the league's best record, so it's not surprising most of the players wanted a chance controlling the reigning MVP. Yeah, I'll say most of it's just like they put the ball in Giannis's hand. He runs at the basket. You pass it out to Chris Middleton or Bledsoe or Robin Lopez or Brooke Lopez or or DiVincenzo or Sterling. You hit a three, and if you don't if you don't pass it out, you just dunk. Like I think yeah. that, and that's how I use. Like I'm a huge 2K guy. I play 2K <laughs> every day. My girlfriend hates it. Like I play 2K all the time. And it's one of those games that if you know how you're play how to play, like if you know basketball already going in, you have a major advantage. But if you know how to play 2K, 
like specifically if you know how to like get the speed boost on like the, the turbo dribble thing and get a good steal you're going to be so much better so there's a real skill gap between some of these players obviously Trey Young Harrison Barnes but like so it, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see what these next four games look like before we get into the more competitive quarterfinal and final rounds I think this is a great use of uh, the times that we're in. And I think it's awesome because I believe it's also, I don't know who put it together, but I believe it's also a charity event. I think it's a fundraiser too. Yes. So I, think this I is believe just it's $100,000 to the charity of the winner's choice. So that's so cool. So I genuinely, I think this is, I, I think it's awesome. And I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, some MLB guys doing, you know, the show if they wanted to get some you Madden know, I, guys and get some NFL guys playing Madden. NFL is kind of ignoring all this. <laughs> Uh, true. Well, you Which, saw Trump today was like, the NFL is going to start on time. Well, the NFL is going to start on time. The NFL, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, I, I genuinely do like this. I wouldn't mind seeing more of this from whatever league, whether it's the NBA doing more stuff like this. But I, I, I do like that they're doing stuff like this. I think it's really cool. It's also really big to promote the 2K league that already exists and is actually gaining yeah. a lot of popularity. So it's showing people that professional high-end 2K exists. You just have to go find it. And I, I follow Bucks Gaming on Instagram, and I keep an eye on them. But I've never really tuned into a game. And now after watching these guys play and how much fun I had watching them play, now I actually really want to. So. Oh, hey, night one for WrestleMania. Holy crap. Oh, they, it's up? Just, it's up? Four minutes ago. Okay. Okay. Rollins. I mean, this is happening as you're listening, probably as the podcast goes up. But that means these matches won't be tomorrow. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens tonight. AJ Styles versus The Undertaker. Seth Rock. Or geez, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Morrison, Kofi, and a Uso. Uh, Elias versus Corbin. The Kabuki Warriors versus Bliss and Cross. And Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. So that me. So that means. <laughs> Wait, time, time. Oh, I, have to... I, I have to find it. Okay, 36 car, first car. Okay. Uh... So that means Drew McIntyre, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte, The Fiend versus uh, John Cena, Bailey in the defending her women's, her SmackDown championship, The Street Profits defending their championship, Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley, Edge versus Randy Orton, and Otis versus um, Dolph. Am I right? E- e- then yes. there's the two there's the two pre-show matches too but i don't really care about where that. are you where are you seeing this i so i just i just saw that tweet um ah, i'm guessing it was a I'm tweet not... got it ah. got it yeah it was a tweet from ryan satin who is a reporter um oh and here it is from nodq.com as well um so yeah that means tomorrow would be the other matches that's just i just filled in the blanks ryan satin here we go all yep. right so yeah, I'm assuming that they just announced that on the pre-show. I, I saw video packages for some things. I just didn't, wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> that would Obviously. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's WrestleMania night one. That's so that brings me to my final point. Uh, sub- go subscribe to three count review on Twitter. I'll be live tweeting a lot of WrestleMania. Um, and I will be putting up the podcast episode, the links for that, because I will be doing reviews for both uh, night one and night two for WrestleMania. So go find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast from. Subscribe, rate five stars. Please help the podcast grow. But yes, I will be talking about both WrestleManias uh, tonight and tomorrow. Both WrestleManias. Both WrestleManias. It's weird. (laughs) 
yeah, but yeah, I, I'm super, super excited. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. The one match I'm really, really, really looking forward to is tomorrow night. Is that Cena Fiend? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of stinks, but you well, know what? I, gotta, I can hold out. You know what? You know what, though? Looking at tonight, we get Lynch versus Baszler. Yep. We get Goldberg Strowman. Yep. As much as I don't like that, I think it'll still be fun. We get Rollins, Rollins Owens, be, yep. That should be good. Kabuki Warriors and Alexa and Nikki. That'll be good. Well, we it, might get Gronkowski versus Corbin. Our, our Boneyard match, too. The Boneyard I, I match? Think, I think the Boneyard match is going to be really important to kind of see how they handle that. As opposed the to the three, fire, the Firefly Funhouse match being tomorrow night, right? The three-way ladder match for the tag titles and Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. I actually it you should know be what? pretty good. The I one fight they, I want to see is tomorrow night, but this tonight's in general is going to be great. I genuinely think they split this up very well. You did something right, WWE. <laughs> they, I, you know what? I actually have to commend them because. The, all of those matches right there, except Eliza Corbin, not so much, but most of these matches I'm genuinely looking forward to the matches. Some of the matches tomorrow, not so much, but you have your heavy hitters tomorrow with drew Brock and the fiend Cena and Randy versus edge. So I think that, I think that evens out extremely well. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, yeah, they did do a good job from what it looks like. I just, I really want to see the fiend Cena. Well, uh, I have to wait. <laughs> and they did that. They obviously did that on purpose. They weren't going to put that on night one. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that, that, that's the show for today. We're going to find some actual sports to talk about next week. I promise. There's got to be um, some sports league somewhere in the nook and cranny of this world that didn't stop for some reason besides wrestling. There's got to be least, something. There'll, there'll at least be something we can talk about. We can yeah. talk about. We'll figure something out. We'll, we're gonna have, try some, to keep we'll it, have something for you guys. That's our job. <laughs> and we're going to try to keep it lighthearted at the same time. Of so, course. Of course. Yes. Yeah, so like I said, for the other podcast, please subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're listening. Um, we really appreciate it. Give the five stars wherever you can rate, review, share all that fun stuff. Um, you can find Hanson at Hanson McElvain on Twitter at Olson 2K18. No, Olson 2K20. <laughs> um on Twitter. Uh, all the links are in the description below merch on Redbubble. I just got new merch too. I got a new long sleeve and a three count shirt. I really love them. Um, yeah. So I think that's it. Have a great WrestleMania weekend, Kyle. Yeah. Thank you, Hanson. I hope you enjoy the show. I really do. I, I really think I will. They're, they're really one of the pinnacles of entertainment. So th- there should be no reason for me not to enjoy this. I, I love say, hearing the optimism from someone who doesn't watch week to week. <laughs> well, no, I, I say that with a smile on my face. I say it with a big old smile <laughs> on my face. It's going to be really fun, I think, though. I, the the way that they're presenting it tonight's going to be a lot of fun. I have to agree. So, yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, check out for the episode next week. Go find Three Count Review for episodes later. Do it. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Chap lips and my jacket unzipped Been getting chilly, who we kidding About as cold as my wrist Got me down in the fifth Got me drowning in indecisions Genie, I'm full of wishes Still can't help with the disposition I'm just a young college kid With all the privilege Trust beyond belief So can trust going through the villages Keep an image of Priscilla With the J Dilla Dilla Need another dollar Dollar in Manila So vanilla with a swirl Let the blade run Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me
me busy since day one Accusations, pockets gained a little weight Like my ex bitch, still the only bricks That I've been stacking, been in Tetris Never measure up, cause we've been on a different metric And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo